Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sarah, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast. I'm your host, Sarah. Jacob is still off dancing, frolicking. I think he's in Italy right now. He's somewhere in the world that has beautiful sunshine and great pasta and cocktails. So I am lucky enough to be joined by two of my best friends, Haley and Libby, because we are breaking down everything Eras Tour today. Welcome to the podcast, guys. So excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Okay, so do you guys want to do a brief <laughs> intro of yourself and how we're going to do this is say who you are, how we know each other, and how you started liking Taylor Swift, I guess. Let's do that as like the first little intro. I'm Haley. Yes. Sarah and I met in first year university. I'm that about six months older than her and she used my ID. So when I turned 19, Sarah, Sarah turned 19. And <laughs> we actually praised each other in the bar Her a couple on her 19th birthday, a couple people ahead just yeah. in case it didn't my work. My only thing was like, you can use it, but you have to be like behind three me people behind me because so I have to get in. So whenever we go to the <laughs> bar, Haley would in. go in line first yeah. and I would be a few behind her. And then it got to a point where we didn't care. We just yeah. really used yeah. it. And how did you start listening Ooh. to or liking Taylor Swift? I mean, I think I was just in the perfect age, right? Yeah. Like from 15 to our song. like Yeah, exactly. It was perfect. And you went to Speak Now to her, right? That I was did. Your first time I don't know her. how old I would have been then because I don't remember that year. You That's like grade seven. Okay. Like yeah. 12, yeah, 13 I remember, yeah. around that time. Wow. I didn't mm-hmm. get to see that tour. I'm very jealous. What about you? Whoa. I feel so <laughs> old now. Don't feel old. Introduce yourself. How do we know each other? I'm Libby and I used to work with Sarah. That we did. And uh, we met, I think we had our first day on like the same day. Yes. And we just became fast friends. Yep. Talked about The Bachelor. Yeah. We became non-site specific friends. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. transcended workplace friends. That is true. That is true. And now she's Auntie Sarah to my son. Yes. And I, well, okay. I was like 21 when Speak Now came on tour. 22? That would make sense. You're nine years older yeah, than that, me. Yeah, that makes sense. So that would make sense. But I was a debut girly, so mm-hmm. I was like big into the... Uh, Mary song? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. We keep joking about you'll get it later when we talk about the surprise songs. We were like terrified Mary's song was going to be a surprise song because none of us know the words to that song. I but, do, well, though. Libby does, but the rest of us didn't. We were a little nervous about it. But. So, yeah, so I've seen Taylor... This was my third time seeing her. So mm-hmm. I have to speak now, yeah. girly, uh, 1989, and then... This was most recent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the first era of this podcast we're going to go into is the before the show preparation, how we got the tickets, all that. The second era, we're going to go into the actual show itself, the experience, surprise songs, all of that. And the third era will be um, things we learned, post-show thoughts, and seeing her again, things we think we would change or things that will change. Okay. Are you guys ready to enter our own Talking Fast Eras tour? Ready. ready. 
born ready i love that okay so the first question that we got so i sent out a question if you want to ask a question to the podcast you can always follow talking fast show on instagram that's usually where i do a call out so the first question we got was how did you get the tickets um (laughs) and um I, and especially how did you get the tickets because how do we get our seats because we did have an incredible view if you didn't see it through like Instagram or anything we were row 21 on the floor in the first section of the floor right like at where the stage meets the runway um so how did we get the tickets I guess it was Hales and I that were in the war of it the most. yeah I mean I would say like give credit where credit's due you did get them but like um, I wasn't even someone that was blessed with verified fan presale oh right you got in through your sister, My sister. I had verified fan too you had verified work. fan like, well, did not work but you granted you were also on your cell phone like in the back of a taxi yeah. trying to get that yeah. too which and like we didn't know it was going to be as like dramatic as it ended up being so for those who don't know very different pre-sale is when you have like it's a random draw on who gets the pre-sale code and what we didn't know is that was going to end up being the only way people could get tickets like face value naturally because mm-hmm. they didn't even open up to a general public sale my sister got it Haley got it we initially wanted it for June 17th for the day of my birthday, but they added the second Pittsburgh show and they gave us the pre-sale for the Friday, June 16th. We're like, great, whatever. Um, and Haley was trying to log on and get tickets and I was trying to log on and get tickets. We always knew we wanted like a few though. We always knew we wanted at least three, but yeah. probably four. I remember now, I we had not to talk about a different concert, but I was coming home from getting us Luke Combs tickets from box office when oh, I got yeah, the that email. Was. We got it that day. And I was like, call, I FaceTimed you walking along <laughs> Bremner being like, oh my gosh. <gasps> I forgot about that. You're right. It yeah, was I forgot Luke about Combs. that. And so then yeah. I was sitting, I worked from home that day. Everyone at work knew I wasn't coming to the office. I worked from home <laughs> that day. I had my computer ready and I just like willed our way into it. Look, like I know a lot of people waited six, seven hours on Fair Hair still got nothing. When I tell you I saw these four seats, it was an aisle set of four on the floor. We were the first row after VIP tickets. So for context, mm-hmm. our tickets were $250 USD each. The seats directly in front of us were $800 USD each. Insane. That was face value too, because that was a VIP ticket. So I was like, these are the best seats we can get without paying an arm and a leg. And I had those four seats in my checkout legitimately 13 times. Like I would text Haley and Ashley and go, I got them and be like oh no I didn't it canceled again but then the tickets would just pop back up and I just kept trying and trying I don't like really have a religion or whatever but I just remember like standing there (laughs) praying to like whatever god and then eventually when I saw it finally go through and said you got the tickets like I it had been four hours of trying to purchase the same four seats so it felt like I don't know yeah it felt meant to be like I just 13 times no (laughs) (laughs) that was unintentional but maybe I I was like I need to let her finish Um, the thought but I need to say and so then we it was always uh Haley Ashley and I if you guys know Haley and I went to New York to go listen to the album with Ashley Midnight's once it dropped back in October in New York um but we just never had like the the fourth person but Lib also made the most sense because she is one of our best friends she's a Taylor diehard and like knows all of us and also it was a really big trip for because it was your first trip away mm. from your son it was, which is kind of crazy it was insane I remember you like first floating the idea by me we were at dinner and I was like yeah I'll go like I would love to go <laughs> yeah. like I know like I was like whoever you have a lot of friends so if you if you want me to go I'll go and then when you actually asked me I was like chosen moment <laughs> oh my God. and I was so excited but then I panicked because that was my first time away from mm-hmm. Max who's almost one yeah but I figure like if you're going to go away overnight like it was 36 hours I was yeah, gone yeah. for it. like there's no better person to go like there's no better reason to leave yeah than for Taylor <laughs> for Taylor's for this iconic tour but that's also why it was like it took like longer versus like for me to think to ask you because I didn't know where, like if I had asked you in November like do you want to leave your son and come to this thing like I don't know if necessarily the answer would have mm-hmm. been immediate yes like we got right. the tickets in November and like it's like months later that you actually like, figure out logistics so then that was the next part is people want to know how did we get to the show and why did we decide Pittsburgh um I mean we didn't really decide Pittsburgh I it was decided us. for <laughs> us um I think in verified fan you could put like your top three shows yeah. or something so we know we wanted to do it around the border and around Sarah's birthday yeah and that's what it decided kind of just it worked out. yeah and then for how we got there um these two lovely ladies drove so Haley did the drive from Toronto to St. Catharines and then Libby turned around we and then we said goodbye to Max so we got yeah. in the car and drove from St. Catharines through granted like I didn't really vlog it, but it was like a horrendous thunderstorm. Um, the lightning? It was, like, it was, it was bad. <laughs> we had bad time. driving conditions. Screams in the car. <laughs> yeah. We were like, keep your hands on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, because the one time the lightning goes and you go, ah! Oh, yeah. like, it was, hands off the wheel. So was like, we're in the safest space. Like, we're in a car. You said that so many times <laughs> as if to calm us down. Yeah, yeah well, it's true. Down. Lightning's not going to hit you. The rubber or something. That was like grade seven science. Or five it days, was like, it was a good, it was four and a half hours, I think, yeah. in the yeah. car both ways. And it was... A fun 
excursion. It was a fun little yeah. road trip. I think it, any further would have been a lot. A lot. Yeah. I don't think it felt that bad. It didn't feel no. like a drive to Ottawa. Like it didn't feel that long no. to me. Yeah. Which was nice when we yeah. broke it up. We ended up at this really small, random, a couple of really random towns, some Walmarts, some just like Sarah was the princess of Walmart. Yeah. yeah. The middle of nowhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. That guy on the scooter hit on me in a in a Walmart. Yeah. I was flattered. He was scoop, still very scoop. polite though. Yeah. Everyone wants to know where did you find outfit inspiration and did you feel pressure to dress up and what era did you dress up in? So we'll start with you, Lib. Okay, so I I don't think anybody needs to dress up for Taylor. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. there's been this big conversation around your heir's outfit, your heir's outfit. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, but I don't feel like anybody should feel like they have to. I agree. You could li- you could literally go in your pajamas mm-hmm. and people would be like, find a reason, be like, oh, midnight. So like, <laughs> they're they're yeah, like, you know, oh, like, you belong with me. <laughs> exactly. But I wanted to just do something because it was my first night out. It was, I mean my first concert since 2019. Oh, wow. So I just went like, I, I mean, I don't do color. We all know this. <laughs> so I just went like really simple for like rep era, simple black dress, black boots, snake jewelry that I mm-hmm. bought on Etsy. But I just, I know that people have a lot of fun with it, but I've seen so many people online panicking about the mm-hmm. pressure. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you can have fun to do that, do it. By all means, it was a lot of fun to do. And like, we had so much fun getting ready, but... I don't, I feel like anybody can just wear whatever you want there mm-hmm. and it's a safe space. I agree. And I think also like you're a great example of like an outfit that you can dress up to a theme without having to like go buy like a whole new thing or like spend hours beating things like we did. Like you could, you can just like take a black dress and like have yeah. a couple like, like a smoky eye and it's like your mm-hmm. rep bear, like exactly. And like everyone knows exactly what theme you're dressing yeah. on still. So yeah, you don't have to feel the pressure to do it. But you guys looked incredible. <laughs> I will say the one thing I was very proud of. So for those who don't know, Haley and I dressed up in the um, <laughs> two of the, so, so Taylor in the 1989 era of the era's tour wears these like cute little like matching glittery sets, like blinged out sets. And as soon as I saw the green one, I was like, oh, that's what I need to wear. That's what I need to make. And then Haley was like, well, what if I made the pink one? Then we matched. I was like, amazing. Let's do it. She wears three colors and we wore <laughs> green and pink and we're waiting for 1989 to come out. <laughs> second she comes out in the orange outfit i just remember sarah and i both looking down at ourselves and then looking at each other and at the same time saying she wore the orange i know i know i it was like we like to think that it was because she wanted to like match so we could be a complete yeah, set she knew obviously. she saw she sarah's knew. tiktok she read the group chat she knew she had to be an yes. orange so we were so we spent hours and hours beating my sister custom made the top and skirt and then we spent the hours and hours it, and hours beating yeah like two months ago i mean Still to the day, it was a great idea. Two months ago, it was a brilliant idea. <laughs> About 12 the night hours before, before we mm-hmm. left, it was okay. okay. Like we're, we've we've made it ninety five percent. We just need to finish People it. People don't know that these girls like their backs hurt. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hunched over, we their fingers were, we're twenty seven years old <laughs> yeah, they with were, muscle like, cream, body glitter, and Voltaire yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> I felt like one of those Cinderella mice, like helping you get into your outfit, stapling us into our literally like Libby's like tying and like and taking in the skirt and pinning and then like stapling. We literally Haley brought a stapler and we stapled ourselves into these. Brought fabric glue to the concert. Yeah. Left, sure. You left us before to go up to get your fabric. Yeah, clothes. I had to. Was, I had oh to. <laughs> it was so fun, though. No, it, it was. was really fun. And like we got a lot of compliments on it. We were the only two that I saw at that show, mm-hmm. at least where we were, that like dressed to that theme, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Like, yeah, I don't, you don't have to be the only ones, but I just thought that was really yeah. fun. Um, And it also, they also photographed really well. I was they a little nervous about how they were going to really photograph well. because we hadn't taken, you know, obviously yeah. taken pictures in them. And you have the idea in your head, but you don't know how it's actually going to look. Like, Close up, like they look a little DIY. Yeah, I'm yeah. proud of them, but, but yeah. they look DIY. No, they're DIY. From a distance, I'm like, hmm, I only lost what one set of beads. That? I turn to you in the concert, <laughs> I go, look, I lost them. Because I was like, what's under my feet? And it was all yeah. my little beads that fall off. But I only lost one set of beads the entire night. Yeah. They held up. They did. They held up. up. They a held lot up. of staples and a lot of glue, but they I did cut, hold up. I cut you out of it. You did. So <laughs> it held up. I also think, like, with all the eras that Taylor has, there's so many, like, options of things you already have in your closet because she covers so much ground so well that was like the first thing Haley and I said was you know like this was really like was, <laughs> this was really fun but you know when she comes to Toronto maybe we just we like buy an outfit <laughs> yeah. maybe we look in our closet maybe we look in our closet maybe we do something a little simpler than the hours of I glitter. was going around to everyone like I was like where'd you get that where'd you get that just taking yeah. like inspo for if she comes to Toronto but I think what got me was the little kids. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! They, they were, were wearing the like matching outfits with their moms, mm-hmm. and they were wearing like my first concert T-shirts. It was 
it was adorable but for the record when i when we did talk about like when she comes to toronto you're like yeah i think i might do the rep bodysuit it's <laughs> like okay sarah that's quite the opposite i know i'm know. buying something look if i'm anything i'm extra i can't help it talked a little bit about pre-show getting ready our outfits now we are entering the era's tour we're getting to the stadium we've just finished stapling ourselves into our costumes and now we are about to take an uber to the stadium first of all what's going through everyone's minds when we're like getting in the uber actually going to the show it was like a swarm of glitter just moving to this one direction that's true i couldn't even explain it it was just like this convergence of swifties into this one space and then we just got out of the uber because we couldn't go any further yeah it was i mean i was excited but it was just i've never seen that many fans take over a city like that it was insane especially all decked out too like i've been to taylor swift this was my fifth taylor swift concert and like people always dress up to a certain degree but like this is one where like majority of people were like dressed up in something and like you're we're in the uber and we're going oh there's a debut there's a speak now there's oh look there's a reputation outfit like we were like pointing out the eras which is really fun what about you? How are you feeling? Because we were like pulling up when we first got out. You oh. guys, I'm going to call you out. You guys were <laughs> nervous. You guys were so nervous. We got like, out we got, like silly, we got, like, goofy, like, giddy, like, nervous. Yeah. And like a little like anxious. Yeah. I was a little anxious. I was definitely stressed out earlier. Like, and I think because at one point you, you were like, are you okay? I'm like, I think I'm just overwhelmed. You like, were wedding day, Met Gala. Yeah. Nervous. <laughs> yeah. We were nervous getting ready. I was very yeah. like, we didn't really talk a lot getting ready. We just kind of like we just, did our things and then like made some TikToks. We had a drink at the bar at the hotel before we left and that like really mm-hmm. helped me out though yeah to be honest but yeah i think i was just like trying to sit in my outfit that was a thing <laughs> yeah <I feel> like <laughs> that was a moment because <laughs> of how i like stapled myself into it i'm like oh i didn't think about bending um but yeah and then once you just started seeing everybody weirdly kind of calmed me because i'm like okay yeah. cool we're all here we're yeah. all here for the same thing it's like we all have the same goal and it's yeah. seeing taylor swift and having a good time tonight and then we go to try and get into the stadium and i have a minor heart attack when i scan the ticket thing and it shows up red and the one goes oh and i was like these are real tickets <laughs> like, they're but can we talk about how you printed us the best oh souvenir and you printed us tickets and we thought it'd be like you know standard yeah. like ticket master ticket these tickets <laughs> were know, the size of one. our forearms really wonka yeah they were like golden tickets so i wanted like a cute photo of us to be able to have like an actual memorable ticket and then when i did the printing i thought it was abnormally expensive and i didn't think to look at the sizing and they just printed the size based off the paper i sent and didn't oh. like read my mind and print them ticket sizes but the we best. still brought them i still have it we still brought them but so we went up and at first it scanned red and they're like no 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 it's because you can't enter here you got to go to the floor entrance and i was like oh my god thank god because we had floor tickets because we had a floor seat so how do we end up on the floor anyway we walked all the way around to find the floor entrance that's where we traded a few friendship bracelets a lot of people ask questions about friendship bracelets whether people actually traded them or not not really i didn't see it yeah, yeah, I didn't really see I didn't it really. Not once we got inside. The only time we had it was when we were walking to the entrance. A little, like a mother grabs us, like, can mm-hmm. you please trade bracelets with her? Like she's really wanted to. So we traded bracelets with a little girl from Jersey. And then when I was walking up to go, when you were going to the washroom, there was a little girl that stopped me and Ashley on our walk up. But those were the literally only two times I traded. Yeah, a girl came up to me in the merch line and that, asked me. Was that my first washroom break? Or was that my <laughs> that was washroom your first break. washroom break? That was your first washroom break. So let's talk about merch and washrooms because another big question we got a lot. And I think it's because like you only hear about the bad stuff about a concert when like you're on social media. So like people are stressing about like the merch lines, and the bathroom lines and everything. Um, you guys can speak to that more than I can. So merch lines. Haley was smart and got in the merch line as soon as we got there. Yeah, we went to our seats, mm-hmm. had our moment, had our photos and then we were like let's go for a bathroom break and i was like i think i really wanted merch so i was like i'm gonna stand here it Mm -hmm. was it was a cluster like there were no lines so you kind of just stood there and as you moved forward you were like okay i guess i'm going right or i'm going left like you gotta Mm -hmm. make a decision uh the girl in front of me actually was there by herself too so we ended up just like talking and i actually just played games on my phone to pass the time (laughs) but i was in line for a solid like hour 15. yeah because you missed both openers yeah um and when 
like Haley came back like from the merch with like legitimately like five minutes. It was yeah, perfect it was perfect timing. timing. Yeah, like if you had gone even five minutes later, you would have been late. Like, I would have left. The line. Yeah, you literally with five minutes to spare, perfectly made it. Um, so I think like you can wait in the lines inside the stadium, and like you can still make if you get there mm-hmm. early and make the show. Um, also the merch is open after the show, which we saw. There was a way shorter line after mm-hmm. the show if for people that want merch, but there is merch available. And also when she drops like international dates, she'll drop new for merch sure. for so sure. So you can pre-order it like I did. I pre-ordered this one the second day <laughs> yeah. on sale. And then you know. What about bathrooms? Okay. So <laughs> my post-baby pelvic floor <laughs> is not what it used to be. <laughs> so everywhere I go, I clock where a bathroom is. And I'm not going to lie. The bathrooms are dicey. They actually converted a lot of the men's rooms to women's the rooms. Washrooms, yeah. um, the lines move fast. But it was... Yeah, it's a free-for-all in there. It it wasn't too bad, but like you said, the lines were kind of... The lines weren't for concession. They weren't really for drinks. They were just mostly for bathrooms. And then during the concert, it wasn't wasn't too bad. bad. Was there still people in line, though, when you went during the concert? Oh, yeah. I mean, there were 72,000 people there. Did you go to the porta-potties or, like, actually up in the... On one trip, I did. Okay. And that was... Sarah was just like, go past the crowd. Go past the crowd to the fringes. And people were really polite, so... It wasn't like it wasn't too bad, but um, I would say if you can make it to the actual bathrooms, go to the bathrooms. Yeah, but if I you only can't, use the porta potties. Yeah, I use yeah. the porta potties. But was, we did it early. Yeah, well, okay. then I went another time when you we were did. in the merch line because I was so anxious that I was going to have to leave the show and I didn't want to. So I just had to go to like trick myself that I was fine. Yeah. And that was a situation where I just walked past the whole like line and I probably cut a bunch of people. But like there was, there was again clusters mm-hmm. and that. But if you just plan it out properly, You'll I pre-planned my bathroom break. And yeah, what songs did you go to the bathroom break? So on? I think everyone needs to be very strategic about <laughs> these things. It's true. So I had seen the 1989 tour. So I was like, if there is a time for me to go, that's when I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. So I missed like Shake It Off and that's okay. I, yeah, I still heard it. It was still great. You also still made it for the end because there's a video of, on my phone of you and me dancing to Shake It Off. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. You no, still made it. I mean, going during any concert, you, you're going to miss something. Just like going to yeah. movies. But... Mm-hmm. I mean, pick the song that you're least excited to see or hear and go exactly. for that. Don't, yeah, don't uh, don't miss your favorite song at all. No, exactly. Um, and also, even if you like are anxious like me and think you're going to have to pee the second she comes on stage and you're just like so overwhelmed, like you don't even think about using the washroom. Right? Like, <laughs> that's I was able to survive the whole show. Um, so let's talk about that first time we went to the seats and saw where we were sitting um, and like that made it like real. Like what was everyone's like feelings and excitement around that? I mean, I the first time that I ever saw Taylor Swift, I was in the last row of the ACC on this very side. Like I was more behind the stage than I actually mm-hmm, like was. obstructed view. And then the second time, I was on the 100s in uh, Rogers Center. So being that close, I I couldn't believe it. I felt like someone was gonna tell me you're in the wrong. Oh spot. yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying that you're in the wrong. Because seat. I didn't ask you where your tickets were when you gave, like when you asked me to go. Right. So I, when I you guys were that. talking about it, I thought, oh, I have no idea. I'm just going to go see Taylor. But I didn't know that they were on the floor. And mm-hmm. then when you told me, I, I got really emotional because it was like, <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for my entire and life. And Ashley was the same way. She had never seen Taylor Swift on the floor before either. Um, I was just I was just shocked. I think there was many times that I was Sarah pointing to Sarah. I was like, she's going to be right there. Yeah. She's going to be right <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We're right there. Really? Yeah, yeah. And Sarah's like, yeah, Haley. <laughs> well, I have a video on my phone of a Haley pointing when she's on stage going she's right there she's right there i did that many times it was just it was and it's the whole daylight thing too it really is weirdly more intimate 100 percent. when you're like seeing a even yeah. with seventy two thousand people when you're yeah. seeing a show in daylight yeah um i was pleasantly surprised because like i mean when you see row 20 like you don't really know and you can't really you can watch like online look at like viewers of your point of view of the show like where it's going to be but it's never actually accurate to like where you're sitting so i was very happy when we got there and i was like oh these are actually like good mm-hmm. okay I had to yeah. tell myself when she was on stage, like, look at her. Don't look, look at, at the, the screen. screen. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. There's a few times like, when she came to our side of the stage and whatnot, yeah. um, which was a little crazy. Did you guys both know the set list before? Am I going to call you out again? Yeah, Sarah I, made I, us the most Sarah Jenkins <laughs> tour pack, like a package. Yes. PDF. Oh, yeah. Before the trip with that. all of the. I didn't uh, print it out. I meant to and I forgot set to. Set list, itinerary, 
the callbacks during yes. this. It was the most Sarah thing I've ever seen. I totally forgot about that. I definitely didn't reference that as many times as I should have. <laughs> I was just I just did a Spotify playlist. Like someone yeah. had made it, which you probably linked to or something. Yeah, it was um we all did know the set list. There was no hiding it from TikTok either. But I will say the coolest thing about the show, and I think the thing I was anxious about is everyone's built this up. I love the reputation towards my favorite concert this day. Maybe not anymore, but like it was. And I was like, can this really be as like big and magical as everyone says it is? Or is it just that there's so many people it's their first time seeing Taylor that they don't, they've never seen her show before, mm-hmm. so they don't know that it's this elaborate. Um, but TikTok doesn't do it justice. The craziest thing to me is, we, and we all said the same thing is, the opening song is Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. And she goes like, it's been a long time coming. She only sings one chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, and then she was right in a cruel summer. It was like whiplash. I, no I was like, wait a second. Like I didn't, I th- assumed she would sing the whole song. I didn't know that either. So, and same with Illicit Affairs. She kind of comes in right yeah, at part the, way through. Yeah. Part but way the through. drama that comes with Illicit Affairs it's was insane. insane. Yeah. So if she doesn't sing your favorite chorus or your favorite verse, like she sells it enough yeah. that you, you don't mind yeah it's, and and even with you need to calm down i think you and i started singing off the bat we're like oh, oh no we're not taking shots like it's Patron. no it's no she starts <laughs> like, it from the second yeah. verse yeah. um so she, that's where she can get a lot more songs which mm-hmm. makes sense but like when you've only seen clips on tiktok you don't know which songs are the full songs and which ones are only part of it um so that was really interesting what was something that surprised you about the show um because if we've watched it on tiktok and stuff there's still stuff that surprises you about it Ooh. uh Ooh, I I think the visuals Mm -hmm. were really interesting because obviously like when you're watching it on TikTok, you're mostly watching somebody like, you know, you're watching Taylor. But then when you're seeing the dancers and how much is going in to like the visuals in the back, it it was really interesting to watch. And that was that surprised me that it was like it was so everything was thought out for no matter where you were sitting, you had. Mm-hmm. a good seat mm-hmm. and then the fire oh my gosh <laughs> that is what surprised <laughs> me surprises. we're like oh that's hot the yeah. fire during bad blood like was roasting us on the one side yeah. but that 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 surprised me a lot yeah, that's actually a good thing that's a good thing we all went oh, oh okay. <laughs> and it was kind of chilly at that point so it was kind of nice mm-hmm. it was like a like burst of heat i do you? think i to like kind of go off libby's point is like on tiktok right they're zoomed in or like super close videos of taylor but you like do a wide shot of that so like you're now seeing it all and you're like oh my god like every inch of this stage is being used Mm -hmm. like the dramatics like everything is just not that i had any doubt but is so Mm -hmm. thought through Mm -hmm. like i just i can't get over the dramatics of tolerate it no and i had not seen that on tiktok i know and and tolerate it was a song that pre like going to the show i was like why is this on the set list? Like it was like I like that song, but like yeah. why is it on the set list? And it was and luck like it's also where you're seated and and that's always mm-hmm. gonna play a factor, right? So for us, like we were seated like where like the man that she's acting out this like scene at a dinner table and the man is like standing is sitting there and then she's facing us where we were seated, like as she's like like screaming, singing at him. And like that was really cool to see. So I don't think I would have appreciated that as much if mm-hmm. if you were even just even seated somewhere else, that might also change it. And I'm I know I've seen people that see set up in like the 300s or something like the new need to calm down like visuals on the stage mm-hmm. like we couldn't see any of the visuals on the stage but we could see stuff like on the screen obviously i also thought that there would be more time between eras and it wasn't no. like she's oh. changing so fast she was quick like we literally would want to sit down because our feet were hurting and like we wouldn't even have time to sit down for at that point it was like pointless to sit down for a moment because it's like you're right back up two seconds later I, you're right i didn't realize how quick paced the show was i think ashley even said she's like after the red era it was like you know you got like five or six minutes we got like 30 seconds it yeah. was so fast was I, so like fast. i sat down and i was like oh no no nope, just back kidding up. you don't she's getting back yeah. up because she's gonna keep singing again do you think there was enough songs from each era or do you wish she had given some time to other eras and songs justice for speak now yeah i think there will be more <clears throat> speak now when taylor's version is released uh but um i i think there are songs that i was disappointed weren't part of the main set list like mm-hmm. getaway car yeah. i would have loved but i think for the most part it was pretty good mm-hmm. but i just love speak now so much that i mm-hmm. wish yeah um that there was more of that i mean enchanted was fantastic Mm -hmm. but i would have loved more from that era Mm -hmm. i was shocked not surprised that there were so many evermore folklore songs Mm -hmm. i i've been saying this since the beginning that i don't think there's another artist 
on the planet right now that could do that many songs of that type in front of like 80,000 people and have everybody sing back to them and being that mm-hmm. dramatic because like those are not like stadium songs no 100 percent um but yeah same with speak now but I understand probably the logic behind it because mm-hmm. if she did then she doesn't have Taylor's version so the Spotify playlist would be streaming not her version and yeah. so I imagine when her version comes out that might change a bit and we'll get into that a little later if we think the set list is going to change and everything i think the crazy thing for me witnessing the show was um how much like you you don't i mean you obviously know she's had many eras the whole point of the tour and all these different things but there's nothing like the whiplash of like going from like an evermore to then like a a reputation or like the things are all out of order like you don't like you you forget oh my god like this woman has had so many different she's hits different genres and hits all of these different notes with it and i don't think until you see it and are experiencing it like you realize oh my god like you li- I, I literally forgot about 1989 i literally mapped my outfit after 1989 mm-hmm. but forgot it was coming I go, oh my god we still haven't heard style yet yeah and so then there's so many moments where you're like you just have a new appreciation for her discography she's also so young it's people insane. are starting their careers at 33 and this woman has eras i know it's insane i don't understand i need eras so speaking of eras i wonder what everyone's favorite era of the night was and like favorite song if you can pick if you, i don't think i can so that's why i'm curious about what yours are. era i mean the nostalgia of fearless that's was the first like, time i started crying he was yeah left me speechless like mm-hmm. you're just like oh my gosh like the memories that come back just like the fun like you know mm-hmm. you're like all of a sudden you're like 14 or 15 or however old we mm-hmm. were when it came out and then midnights i would say seeing all that stuff live was actually pretty yeah, cool yeah because you forget that you ha- she hasn't performed that live mm-hmm. yet so that and she really loves cool. it she loves it you mm-hmm. can tell what about you my favorite taylor era well i think start to finish reputation is the best album I'll die on this hill. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. No notes. But <laughs> I loved watching Evermore because I love Evermore. I'm an Evermore girly. And just to see it finally on stage and hear her play it live was fantastic. But I mean, when she's like ended with Midnight's, I was like, this is so good. Like everything <laughs> was so, so good. I couldn't I pick know. one. I know. I think... Um... Like there was for me, it was seeing the eras I've never seen before. So like I went mm-hmm. to the Reputation tour. So like obviously it was amazing seeing the songs because it's my favorite. But like I didn't get to go to 1989 tour. So getting to hear like style, like have its like whole moment was really big for me. And then um, the moments I cried though were I never thought I would get to hear All Too Well again like live. I didn't think she'd ever play it again after I saw her on Red Tour forever ago. So the 10 minute version, which doesn't feel like 10 minutes, but she plays the everyone's like, does she really play the full 10 minutes? She plays the full 10 minutes. And every single person at stadium is screaming it and whatever. There's just such a... Sp- I was... When I subtly cried the entire show, it was just yeah. soft tears the entire time. And there's yeah. something so powerful about that. Like a song that's universally loved by all the fans that everyone's screaming to. That was probably my favorite like moment. Yeah. I think always when we're talking about Taylor Swift and I ask somebody, what's your favorite Taylor song? I just assume that we all love All Too Well 10 minute version. So I'm like, just discount it and then yeah. tell me what you what second favorite yeah, what's your that's current favorite that's the true. Next one. it was really emotional to hear that song mm-hmm. live and just to hear everyone for 10 minutes straight singing aside from that one of my favorite songs that what the night was Marjorie. Marjorie yeah, is fantastic. Was so speaking of crying, that was the first was that the first time you guys both cried? Yes. I kind of cried like as she came up. Okay, yeah, me too. Miss we were over, We were over. And I said, Oh my god, am I already crying? Like she's not even yeah. on stage, it's just her dancers. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, no tears fell. But like but that but, like, was watery. Like, yeah, watery, like overwhelmed. Yeah. Yes. Marjorie was full on like uh, like I'm a crier, but not really in public. And Marjorie was full on like, oh my God, there are tears coming down. Mm-hmm. Like I need a tissue. Yeah. It was, I mean, I knew, I told my friends, if I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry mm-hmm. at Marjorie. And I, it just, it's such an emotional song. But I told myself, I was like, I'm not going to cry. I've seen Taylor before. I didn't I think I was going to cry. cry and then I look over and like, little Sarah's <laughs> weeping. <laughs> Haley's like Bambi eyes looking at the stage. Ashley's losing her mind with her cat ears on and then all of a sudden All Too Well started playing and there was like one line specifically that I wasn't expecting it was the um if we had been closer in age maybe maybe we would be fine Mm -hmm. and made me want to die and all of a sudden I was like my throat's burning like (laughs) fault in our stars level crying I'm just like "Ah!" and I just started crying 
I know. I, but I will say, like, I think because we had some friends be like, what do you mean you cried? I go, I think that goes to show that we were really, like, immersed in it, though. Like, I don't cry if I'm, like, totally disassociating mm-hmm. from the concert. Like, I think that was allowing myself to just feel it all. And for me, like, I cried when Fearless started playing because, like, mm-hmm. I've never heard that live. And, like, it's one of my favorite songs and I never thought I'd get to. Like, things like that where you never thought you'd get to you're, hear it. You're thinking of, yeah, like you said, you're thinking of the younger you who was mm-hmm. going through something who loved that song and then you're thinking of like the older you who Mm -hmm. is listening back with a new meaning and thinking Mm -hmm. how did this genius woman write this that still affects me now it was just this this release I think and I think for me anyways it was my first concert after COVID and I it was just sensory overload and so much has happened that it just felt like I needed to just get it all out through my eyes. But it felt yeah. like a safe space to cry, too. Oh, like, 100%. The entire concert feels like a very safe space. Um, and so I think that's what also, like, allows you to, like, shed the tears a little bit and shed the way. I think sometimes I cried at Fearless. I cried at All Too Ultimate Version. I got welled up when she came on stage the first time. And I definitely cry. Oh, I cried at Enchanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was, like, another song. I, like, the songs I never thought I'd get to hear. But. Yeah, you definitely did. And in that video, I'm standing there. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just like singing along and like this. <laughs> Your hands are clasped <laughs> in prayer. With my Bambi eyes. There's a like, lot of videos happening? of like, we all, it's just so funny to see how people react differently. Like I'm like, like screaming and like, cry, like my like little former fangirl self comes up. Whereas Haley is just like in awe, like a <laughs> child, like looking up like, oh my God, what is My that? inner child. I'm inner swearing. Child. Like yeah, <laughs> I can hear myself swearing in your videos. And I was like, oh my gosh, we need to turn this down a bit. Um, so we... We couldn't talk about the show. We didn't talk about the surprise songs. So it never got posted because there was no service at the thing. But we actually made a video like saying what surprise songs we wanted. You should still post um, it. I know I should still post it. But it just like never ended up posting. And so we had made a surprise song video beforehand. And we like had theories of Dear John and we had signs and all this stuff. That video got posted. I know that the one Delulu. got posted. The delusion. Um I will. I won't. I would be lying if I said I was a little butthurt. She played seven literally the next night, but I like to believe that she did it for my birthday, so that's perfectly fine. Making it perfectly, perfectly fine. fine. Did you do that on purpose? No, that was totally oh, okay. unintentional. But <laughs> I'm just a great podcast host. That's why. Um, so our first surprise song was Mr. Perfectly Fine. Um, that was a really long intro she gave, like a very long intro. Like she was like trying to like egg it on for a long time. Um, what were your reactions to Mr. Perfectly Fine first? I don't want to sound ungrateful. I know there are so many people who were like, I can't believe you got Mr. Perfectly Fine. But for me, I was just like, well, okay. Like, I mean, I'm here. I'm going to sing my heart out. But it wasn't. It wasn't like a deep cut that you, like the second one, which we'll get to in a second. But I think for you and I, like when that song first came out and we knew it was about Joe Jonas Mm -hmm. and like, like we also got to see the Jonas Brothers together. And like, there was like a lot like of layers there that we didn't even realize it was really an option to be played. I think everyone thought if she was ever going to play it, she was going to bring out Joe. That was like the theory everyone had. So to get it felt like whiplash a little bit because we're like, what? Like, we're like, oh, she's actually singing singing Yeah. Like, where's Sophie? Exactly. So um, I was I was still very excited because it was still like a song that's like I knew obviously all the words to you and one that was like I love when it's a song that's never been played before because then I get to be like, oh, I was the first one to hear it live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was great. And I we had the video yeah. of our reaction. That was that. That's our the reaction. Video. Just <laughs> that's screaming. Our reaction. <laughs> it's on TikTok. You can just go watch the reaction of Haley and I just being like, what? Like, because she's like fearless. And then it's I was, never been played before. I was oh, you convinced. were convinced. Yeah. It was uh, the very, very first, first night. night. Which convinced. we would have been soaked with. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was like, vault track, this, that. And I because I was like, no way it's Mr. Perfectly Fine. Yeah. And like, what other vault track is she going to hype up this much? And then you're like, oh, because she did Better Man. I was like, maybe it's Babe. Because she's like, oh. Yeah. I would have loved Babe. Babe would have been But then she's like, I've never played it before. I'm like, oh, we've played Babe before. So yeah, yeah. it's it's a weird emotional roller coaster. Because also it's like she she does a 1999 era. And then out of nowhere, she's like at the end of the stage. You're like, oh shit, it's surprise song time. Like mm-hmm. it's just very out of nowhere. And then the second one came, which was the last time. Which again, another one that no one really thought would have been an option without Gary. Like without Gary. Yeah. So this was one where <laughs> the video of Libby is so good because this was one she did an intro. So she just starts playing the song on piano and my I just start like singing it in my head and then everyone's looking at each other and I go, no, like the, I start singing the first line mm-hmm. and then Libby realizes what the song is and just goes apeshit. I believe and I will write like a master's thesis that that is her best duet. Like it is, to, and I know, I see you go. Maybe no, not. no, I'm thinking. I, yeah, I'm thinking that. I think it's such a brilliant it. song. It's so emotional, and to hear her voice 
like we were talking about this hearing her sing fearless songs with like her lower register and this more mature taylor it was fantastic if mm-hmm. gary lightbody had walked out i think i would have like <laughs> passed out a medic would have yeah. yeah. over it was just so perfect that mm-hmm. was the one where like I, my throat still hurts from just screaming yeah. at the top of my lungs and also like that was another song that like with her lower register was like perfect like kaylee and i looked at each other at one point and we're like this song is perfect for her voice now and i saw a lot of people on tiktok and twitter saying that the last uh the last time walked so evermore in folklore could run like it's yeah, very absolutely. that same vibe overall though you're always gonna be if you go to the show you're gonna be happy with whatever songs you get like even people are like what about me what if you get the me acoustic version and it ends up being a version everyone likes who knows like you're you're seeing taylor swift you're always going to be like a little bit happy why what would you not have been happy with oh taylor cover your ears <laughs> mary's I, song mary's song? i think i think yeah i wouldn't have been happy with yeah mary's song <laughs> mary's i would have sang it yeah i would have sold it that i loved it but yeah but i think there was just there's so many coming down to the wire that you're just like I want to hear this live. I, I want know. to hear this live. And it's become competitive. It's almost yeah. like yeah, you, you were it, at night one, so you got this. Right. But in, I'm, I'm joking. It was all wonderful. Does she do any more from debut, do you think, as a surprise song? Um, I think Picture of Burn is the only burn. one that she will do. Yeah. I don't think any other. She has to save a bunch for LA. She's got a five-night res- residency in LA when all the big wigs are going to be there. Like That's mm-hmm. when she's got to be playing like Dear John. And I think that's when all she's going to Lana's going to come out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. Yeah. So all the big wigs will come out then. But regardless, also for those that are listening, um, she's going to reset for international tour dates. Like I had said I want to back 100%. to the summer. People are like, she has to play that in Toronto. I go, no, she'll have... She doesn't have enough songs that she <laughs> wants to sing. I was going to say, this girl, this woman has a lot of songs but not enough to go on like a two-year tour and also um, when she did reputation tour she did a one surprise song every single Mm -hmm. night that was the only difference which she could do at that time because it was only one surprise song not two she's ripping through them too quickly like she's doing 44 songs a night yeah it's insane (laughs) i'm just gonna be grateful yeah i was i was just happy to be here So now we are post-show. The Eras tour is done. I have taken off my sparkly shoes and switched into my Amazon ballet flats <laughs> that I wore to walk home. Incredible purchase. Side note for everyone, they all freaked out about the bag policy and no one checked our bags once. Like Ashley brought in two bags and nobody questioned it. So like I'm not condoning that. I'm just saying that like don't stress about the bags and shoes and all this as much as I think people let it on to be online like i was yeah. so stressed about the bag policy and like they didn't look at our stuff well, once and it was such a like kind of a foreign concept to us right with the yeah. clear bags and like the sizing so we were kind of like we yeah. need it to be this and that but we yeah they were pretty locks um would you guys say this was the best concert you've ever been to or best taylor Swift concert you've ever been to every time i see taylor i'm just like there's for me because i know there are a lot of people who be like what about beyonce but for me there was there was nothing like last night. She's always great performance-wise, but the energy and just the community, I don't think I've ever felt that at a show mm-hmm. before. And I feel like maybe it was the outfits, the friendship bracelets, everybody just seemed, there was no mean girl energy there. Mm-hmm. You could mm-hmm. talk to somebody in line mm-hmm. and they wouldn't think twice about it. They were mm-hmm. com- People were coming up to other people complimenting. And that's why I think it was, for me, the best concert experience because it, even though it was so many people, it felt like... We're all just here because we love Taylor and we're just having like mm-hmm. the best night ever. I love that. And it also lended itself to like not feeling like I think that's why like you can cry, you can scream, you can dance, you can act like crazy, quote unquote, because everyone else is doing it. So it truly does feel like a safe space that way, which I love. Like we yeah. made friends with the people sitting behind us and it turns out their son's born the same day that yeah. Max is born. Just <laughs> like all these like random little conversations. Yeah, it was it was just so incredible to see like different Swifties and we were talking about this. How amazing that children grow up never knowing there was a time before Taylor Swift. It's true. Yeah, every time That's we saw wild. little girls in like the cheerleading crazy. outfits or like they every time known. we saw them dressed up, like it's like I know there's a trend going around like what era were you born in? I was like, what oh, era some were of you the, born yeah, in? Yeah. Some of these were born in 1989 era. Yeah. yeah like they're young. They're young kids. What about you, Hales? I would say definitely the best Taylor Swift concert I've ever been to, hands down. 
production value and like everything like start to finish on that scale 100 percent. i will say i went and saw like one republic and the script at bud stage years ago and that still like holds itself as one of my favorites because a smaller venue mm-hmm. those bands music yeah. like ryan tedder i'm a huge ryan tedder fan and like he's yeah. just he's on every song and everything so that's like still this was top three if not top mm-hmm. two between them two they're probably like tied mm-hmm. but two very different concerts yeah of course can't really compare them yeah of course but okay, i would well, do i would do friday night over and over and over and over and over again okay that's good to know if but, we want to go like that then i could say hansen 2012 <laughs> oh yeah hillary duff 2009 acc also, first concert of my life yeah, hands down the best they moment also, the also moment that libby freaked out was when they were playing mbop before the show listen <laughs> Taylor doesn't do anything by coincidence, okay? If there's umbop, there's umbop for a reason. It's because yeah. she loves it. It's because she loves it. Um, I I was a skeptic going in that it was going to top reputation, but it did. Like, it's, there's nothing like experiencing every one of her eras, so it truly is worth the hype. And, like, I don't care that it's all, like, the most popular songs. Like, those are the most fun ones to dance to and sing to and in a concert setting. And the costumes are amazing. Seeing them in person, it's, like, next level. Um, the production value is insane. I just like, yeah, there's uh, there's no show like it, which I would say like to everyone try to go, but it's like obviously very difficult to go, which leads us to, would you guys try to go again when she's in Toronto? Absolutely. Yeah, same. I don't know why people <laughs> keep asking me that question. I've only ever gone to both nights of Taylor Swift at every, other than 1989, every time she's performed in Toronto, I've gone to both nights. So like, <laughs> I feel like this is what I was be like, old grandmother Libby, but I would go again for sure. I hope that the set list is different mm-hmm. or that the show is mixed up a bit. But man, that took a lot out of me. I'm still yeah. recovering. I'm still recovering now too, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't buy the hype of what everyone was saying that it like kills you a little bit when they're all like, I can't believe you're throwing a birthday party after the show. I now understand why everyone said that to me. It like drains you quite a bit. Yeah. I, I don't know how people are doing like the back to back. Yo, that's oh, the first thing we said. Insane. We walked up the stadium and like, I don't know how people are doing the back to back. Like, the back to back going that hardcore mm-hmm. and like, because it's three and a half hours of nonstop singing and dancing and screaming. Like, that's, I don't know how she's putting on that show, which is what leads me to my next question of, do you think the set list will change for international tour dates? If so, how? I think it's going to get a little bit shorter, personally. And I, I think she'll cut a song maybe from each era. Um, and I think she'll make more room for Speak Now. What about you guys? Yeah, I was going to say, if anything, I could see her switching out a lot of 1989 for mm-hmm. for Speak Now. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, knowing Taylor, it might get longer. <laughs> you think so? No, I, no, I don't know. I don't, think she, I don't think she can make it longer. But we're going to have so, so many new vault songs, and we're going to have so many great Speak Now songs that mm-hmm. I think it's going to be mixed up, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But... I- um. And I think she would do that, too, just to keep it entertaining for people. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at how many variations of costumes people are getting. Look how many, like, surprise songs people are getting. But, I mean, I could see it being a little Speak Now heavier. Yeah, I agree. I think she obviously keeps the surprise songs, which is probably where we get a lot of the Vault Speak Now songs. I don't think any of those would make. No. Unless for some reason it turns There's no into Vault like, tracks right now yeah. that have become... I, um that are there's no not there's no vault tracks on this tour no like in the main set list i think so i think what she does is like more of what she did with miss americana into cruel summer Mm -hmm. i think we get a lot more of that mashups a lot more mashups yeah because i can't i personally can't see her getting longer and i don't know how you keep that up for like years in yeah. 1989, there was the I had it was the Enchanted Wildest Dreams mashup. I love that. Yeah, I could see more of those. You're right. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe drop a song, shorter verses. Yeah, I feel like she might do that with some of the Evermore and folklore songs. She I, definitely there were could. A lot. She played the full song. She didn't like other than, um, like what's like which one? Illicit Affairs. Illicit yeah. Affairs is the only one that she does short. The other one she all like she played the, the full song. song. Like Betty, all the, we got mm-hmm. the full song, which is amazing, but it's like not necessarily necessary. And I think she wants, you can tell how much she loves those two albums mm-hmm. and she wanted to perform them. And mm-hmm. I think not to say that it would be like out of her system, but I think she's getting what she wants from them mm-hmm. now that like moving forward, maybe that's what she trims. I just, I, I knowing 
like there's now rumors that on Friday that we're getting an extended version of Lover with like more vault tracks and there's like I just think there's no world that the tour looks same and I actually think that's why she very intentionally has not announced international tour dates in any of that yet I think she's viewing this era's tour as also different eras at a time and so I think it's all been intentional I think if like reputation was the same tour everywhere she went I think the reason she's been waiting to drop stuff and drop like um announcements and everything is just due to the fact that the different the eras tour itself will have different eras I had not thought about like that Sarah and that's brilliant thanks that actually makes so much sense it's just the eras tour she never said it was the eras world tour she just said it is the eras tour meaning that each tour is yeah part of the tour will have its own era anyways that makes so much sense. <laughs> I, my mind is I'm glad you're validating right my. I'm like that, but it does. Like when it she does. didn't, when she didn't drop international tour dates immediately, because she always has. When she drops a world tour, she makes it very like known that she's going on a world tour. And I felt like the only reason was because they're gonna look different. And I think that's why hmm. there's all the merch already that has just the American leg. I think this is the American leg of it. I think maybe she announced argentina and mexico stuff because that's going to be a continuation of this era of of the era's tour but i think when 2024 comes and there's all these rumors of these places that she's confirmed whether it's france whether it's wembley whether it's toronto i do think it's going to look different um which just makes it more fun that we'll get a different era of the era's tour and you can run this back and say you predicted it and i was right (laughs) (laughs) it actually makes a lot of sense like my mind is a little bit blown i like as you're talking i have like those gifts of like the math like flying around my face like oh my god it is true um final thoughts on the era's tour while we wrap up this pod uh bring (laughs) headphones or bring earbuds if you're very sensitive yeah I don't know if you would, would agree. I was okay the next was day, okay. but you were still had ringing the next I day. I had some ringing. Um, I lost some hearing that night, and that's okay. <laughs> but um, I think it was just, I don't know, worth the money, worth the drive. Mm-hmm. It was something I'll never forget, and uh, I was just really grateful that you asked me to go. Aww. It was so much fun. No, it was so much fun. What about you, Hales? Um... I mean, I'm still trying to figure out ways of like putting it into words. I know people because keep asking us and we can't it's, answer. It's such an experience that going into it, I just tried to be so present and so aware of everything that was mm-hmm. happening. And I feel like we all did a very good job at that. And like the fact that it's done is kind of sad, but it's mm-hmm. also like so fun to still have the memories and the pictures and the videos. And it's just like if you have the opportunity to go, don't think twice. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think it was worth the hype, which was the one thing I was very skeptical about, whether it was actually going to be worth the hype. I don't know why I ever doubt Taylor Allison Swift, but I did a little bit. Um, It's just as fun a safe space as you can imagine. And yeah, if you have the opportunity to go, definitely don't pass up on it. Um, But thanks for coming with me, guys. I thought it was so much fun. It was so fun. Every part of it. And happy birthday. Oh, thanks. The best birthday party. Yeah, the best birthday party. I will say, like, I turned 27 walking in Ballet Flats from Amazon, walking down the streets of Pittsburgh, and I was like, well. (laughs) And I have footage of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys say happy birthday. I'm feeling 27. Yeah, yeah. There's something that hits different about that one. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode Talking Fast. As always, you can like, comment, subscribe, give us five stars, all of the good things. Let us know if you loved this breakdown, if you'd love more concert breakdowns or things in the future. You can also follow us on Talking Fast Show on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. All of the things. We will see you next time. And I think Jacob will be here. Maybe not. He might be kicked off and you guys can just come on the show from now on. (laughs) Thank you to Libby and Haley for being part of the show. And I will see you all later. Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com